Hey guys, how you doing? Mark Cox coming to you from Studio C right here in Simi Valley. Hope you're all doing well. Uh, I want to first start off and say thank you guys so much for all the love you guys have shown me on these podcasts. This is our number three in a transformation series that I'm speaking on. We've had well over 150 listens, and that is, well, I don't know what that really is in the podcast world, but in my world, I appreciate it. That means 150 people have taken time to listen to what I'm talking about and a little bit about my life. So on this particular guy, one, guys, I want to talk about a little bit about mindset, and I want to talk a little bit about circle of influence. Uh, in my transformation journey and see if uh, you guys can relate to this a little bit uh, in your life or in your journey with what you're trying to do. So, you know, this is all about um, my transformation and the other podcasts. I talked to you a little bit about what started this um, and then what started um, a, what I want to call a real weight loss journey because I've, I've been on these journeys for a long time on different things, but right now my mind is really set. And, you know, I believe on my, on the keto with zero cheat days, I'm at 142 days as of today with zero cheat days. Down a good 52 pounds and continually uh, striving to get to my goal. So I want to talk about the mindset of this first. I told you last time I, a little bit of a setback that I had in, in the hospital and I didn't really have the right mindset going, going forward there. It kind of messed me up a little bit and, until I changed my focus. Once my focus was changed, my mindset was different. And so with that being said, let's just, let's just dabble into this mindset real quick. Uh, and I always give you guys a little bit of more insight about me and some personal stories about me. Uh, my martial arts life started with my brother. And he decided he'd take a karate class. Uh, and there was Tarzana Karate right down the street from where we lived. Uh, Mr. Chikau is our instructor and still is today. He took his first class and he had come home. And one of these classes he had told me that he got out of a um, bear hug he learned. And so I kind of picked up my little brother and, man, he really gave me a headbutt to my nose. And, and, uh, Yes, it that that self defense worked, and that changed my mindset. That and you know what, that, that's not going to happen. I'm taking class with you, and away we went on this journey. So let's talk about the journey of of being a black belt first. What I did, and because when I started, I already had the mindset that I'm going to be a black belt. Now, I, I didn't realize the difficulties it would be, but I had the mindset of becoming one. And I worked really hard towards that goal, and that happened for me. My first degree black belt happened in June of 1987. And it was the start of a real life-changing adventure for me because at that particular time, I started teaching um, at our church, at Rocky Peak Church, as a ministry. And then that's how Chatsworth Karate kind of grew from there. So the uh, background story of Chatsworth Karate, Mr. Ken Knight and myself and my brother were running this program at, out of Rocky Peak Church, which was called Faith Mountain at the time here in Chatsworth. It grew so large at some point 
that we had to branch down. And that's when I decided to open up Chatsworth Karate. I went to Mr. Knight and asked, hey, sir, if it, this is kind of where I want to lean. This is what I want to do. And with his blessings, that's what we did. So I want to say a split, but I had students that came with me down the mount, down and opened. And those that couldn't afford things, they stayed at the church program and continued their training. So let me talk about the mindset of just getting my school. There's a, on Lassen and DeSoto, if you go, there's a 99 cent store there. So you see a Pizza Hut in the corner, and uh, there's a 99 cent store. There's a donut shop, a laundromat. That's where Chatsworth Karate started on that corner. 9911 DeSoto. That place was empty for years. And I used to go buy it. I was, I was working, uh, and I used to go buy it all the time and see it empty and visualize that I'd like to have a school here and how am I going to make this happen? How I made it happen, guys, is this. I didn't have any money at the time, and I was just married at that time, too, in 1987. So... I had a truck. I had a Mazda, a B2000 Mazda truck. I had a very last payment on it, and somebody stole my truck. And so I was doing pools at the time. And when that happened, I had got an insurance payment, which was way more than what the truck was worth. So I got like, if I remember right, somewhere in the round of four grand. And I went and bought another truck for two grand. And lo and behold, two weeks later, that truck was stolen. And they gave me $3,500 for that truck. And so I went and bought a, a, a less expensive truck. And I had, now I had these few thousands of dollars in my bank account. Well, I didn't have any credit, didn't have much at that time. So when I went and talked, I was told that I will not be able to get the school. And I said, well, I'd like to speak to the owner myself. And they just wouldn't do it. So I had a friend in the real estate, and I asked, how can I find out who owns this, this piece of property? And he says, we'll just run a property profile, which they did and came back and told me that there's a dentist in Reseda that owned that property. So I went ahead, and I went ahead and made a, uh, an appointment to have my teeth cleaned. And so I went and showed up for my appointment. I sat in the chair, and I said, Doc... I'm not really here for a teeth cleaning, to be honest with you. I want to rent your building. And nobody would let me talk to you. And he goes, you came all this way. And I said, absolutely. And he goes, I want to give you one year, Mark, a one-year lease. If you make it through your first year, we'll extend from there. And that's where it started. That's how Chatsworth Karate was born. With that being said, six months into my Six months into it, I struggled, guys. So I decided that I need to find a mentor, somebody that is doing what I want to do. And lo and behold, in Black Belt Magazine at that time, you get school of the month. And this particular person named Terry Brumley, who was in Tennessee, I really read about it. I really like what it had to say. And I said, I think I can relate to this man. And so I called him. And so I called Terry and I said, hey, Terry, this is, my name is Mark Cox. I, I own a school. I'm struggling. 
and I'm looking for a mentor. And he said, Mark, if you find your plane ticket here, you can stay with me, and I will mentor you. And that's how things started for me. When I went and saw Terry Brumley, I really saw how a real martial arts business was ran. And that's how everything was born from there. So a special shout-out to Terry, because I still get to talk to him uh, today. We are still friends today, and I can't appreciate him more for the mentorship. So that's what I'm talking about, right, guys? About a circle of influence. So I don't. So now, now I'm on this influence of of wanting to lose this weight. And I told you before that uh, Jay Walker is the one that helped me get started in this journey because he did it. So why am I going to go go speak to somebody that has never done it ever and and preach to me about how to make things happen if they've never done it? Or if I was going to go talk to the, the, the broke school owner that's going to teach me and be my mentor, yet they have a failing school. That wasn't Terry Brumley. That wasn't Jay. Both successful in what I did. Then, guys, I needed to... You are a product of who you hang out with. If you guys want to have a great marriage... You need to hang out with people that have a great marriage. Uh, if you want to have success in business, you need to hang out with successful businessmen. If you want to uh, lose weight a certain way, you need to get around people that have done it and can encourage and coach you. You want to grow uh, in the Lord a little bit, you need to get settled with people that are growing in the Lord and, and go towards that goal. If you want to be a black belt, you need to surround yourself with people that have a common goal with you and want to push you to the next level and get your black belt. And so that is my circle of influence, and that's what I did. So on my weight loss journey, I found that. And now we have this whole little circle where everybody's kind of pushing everybody, and did you try this? And and I've got... Um, People bringing me foods into my studio. Hey, this is keto here. This is the macros for it. And it's been awesome on this journey because I'm not in it alone. Now, I have to have the mindset, guys, for sure. I had to have the mindset to do this stuff on my own. But I also have this circle of influence that has kept me motivated, kept me pushing, kept me doing what I want to do. So as you can see, it, it, it takes a mindset first. First, I had to set my mind. I had to set my mind, guys, to get a black belt. I had to set my mind to get this Krav Maga. So even that mindset. So when I started Krav Maga back in 1999, it was a extremely difficult thing for me. I was in my 40s when I started. And when I first did the instructor training for a seven days straight, I I was like, I didn't even know what world I was in. It was so intense. So just a mind blow that I had to talk myself into continuing every day. Now, of course, by Thursday or Friday, when we're getting to wind down, you know, you're just so thankful that you got through that. 
and then so if you guys want to know, you know, we had a we started with a a class of over forty people, and we went through phase A, B, and C, and then instruct and then instructor expert series one, two, three, four, and five. And by the time we got to expert five, I mean this class is whittled down to about eight people. And it was a mindset to get through this. And you had to have this mindset in order for you to have it. Students are going to have the mindset to defend themselves, right? So at that time, I put myself around people that were successful in the crop and get, get around that circle of influence. It's the same thing, guys. You are a product of who you hang out with. You want to hang out and 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 be uh, and do nothing. That's and you hang out with people that want to sit and play uh, video games and stuff all day long, and be in that world. That's the world you're going to be in, if that's what you want to do. Uh, you want to have success in life. You need to get around people that want to be successful, that want to step up, wake up, and get up and start doing things for themselves. And that's what. That's what I like to put myself around. I like to have people that have common goals with me, that have uh, beliefs that I have. And it doesn't mean I don't want uh, people with different beliefs in my life because I have a ton of students that are on different wavelengths than me in certain things, and I have relationships with all those. But my circle of influence for me uh, is a very close-knit circle. Those that know me personally those that know the ins and outs about me, my weaknesses, my strengths, and all that that goes with it. That's your circle of influence. And when I got that, that's when things really became um, positive for me in whatever area I did. So when I decided to open the karate school, let's say the karate school is, is a good, good one to, to start with. And that was a blessing that I got that. And then I had to really find the find my way on how to make this thing successful because at some point I had lost a job doing pools. I was doing pools all day. And pretty soon, guess what? There was no ifs, ands, or buts. I either had to make it happen or close the door. I had a one-year commitment to the landlord and six months in, I'm struggling. In 30 days, that school turned right around. And ever since that day, we are where we are. And we're 30 years down the road now from that day. And Chatsworth Karate has been a circle of influence for a lot of people. School owners that of my students that have opened up their own schools now and providing for their families, and changing thousands of lives in their own right. All this from this little corner on the corner of Lass and DeSoto impact thousands upon thousands of lives. And the thing is, even though I made this thing grow, my circle of influence is what pushed me over the top. Same with my keto, guys. It's no different. I study. I go to the people that are doing it. I follow, um, I follow Drew Manning. He's one of my main guys that I really like to follow. Believe it or not, this guy is, you know, I watch all his live stuff. And this gentleman uh, responds every time I have something live and I give a question. It might not be right away, but within a day, I have a response from Drew Manning 
on the question that I had in his live live pod on his live feed. I listen to his podcast also, the Drew Manning podcast. But this is so I went looking for that the somebody that had success. And how he had success is he gained 75 pounds as a trainer because he had never been fat before, and he lost 75 pounds on the keto. Gained it in six months, lost it in six months, and his struggle, it changed his mindset because we all struggle as we struggle with everything in life. Whatever is worth fighting for, there's going to be a struggle. Your family, your health, your well-being, your retirement, whatever it is, there's always going to be the struggle. Put those people that are around you that you need to have. Put that circle of influence right there. Be accountable. Have resolve and be accountable to each other. There, there's no use having a circle of influence and then no accountability. And with accountability comes honesty. You can't have accountability and not be honest. You can't be honest with yourself. How are you going to be honest with anybody else? And when you and when you blow it and when you and when you make mistakes, you got to be able to get past that, admit that, move past it. We're either winning or learning. That's it. We don't lose when we tell the truth or we t- we have character that we are trying to better ourselves and better others around us. We just don't. There is no losing in that. There is only learning. Honesty and circle of influence go hand in hand. Honesty, accountability go hand in hand. You've got to have them all. That's what develops character. Correct? Honesty, character, mindset. These are, these are things of success in life. Not just on your, on your, on my um, keto thing I'm doing right now. This is how I approach my business. This is how I approach being a single dad. This is how I approach uh, my, my business, my studio, my health, my workouts. All, hey, listen, you can, you can do workouts, right, guys? You can cheat yourself. Nobody's watching. Uh, we can be doing some Tabata workouts, and it's like, well, I'll stop five seconds before the bell. Or you can work all the way up to the bell and a little bit past, always giving a little bit more. See, it's a mindset. And the character part is what are you doing when nobody else is watching you? So when you go back to your accountability and say, hey, I had a workout today. I kicked ass in it. Um, that means you gave yourself 100% in that workout and you didn't cheat yourself and you went back to your accountabilities. Now, what happens if you did cheat yourself a little bit? What happens if you did stop for 20 seconds and you run back to your group and say, guys, I did it. I did it. I was pushing through that workout today, and you know darn well that you were dogging it. And I mean dogging it. Does anybody really know? Outside of you and God? No. But I'll tell you what's going to suffer is your results. Your results will suffer. So if you can't be honest with yourself, you can't leave the gym and go, 
I didn't give 100%, it wasn't my best workout, or you get to leave the gym saying I killed it and you know you really did kill it. And the rewards are going to come that way. Rewards come from longevity, guys. The longer you're in it to win it, the better it is going to be. So that's a little bit more of my mindset as I move forward, guys, and I kind of transform myself. I'm always kind of learning. You know, I'm you know, I'm older now, so yes, an old dog can still learn new tricks, whatever that looks like. So I'm hoping that this gives you some some uh, confidence in yourself to to go out, be with, get into a circle of influence that's going to motivate you for what you want to get in in your life or or in your goals for where you want to be in your life. Okay, and I want to talk about the mindset. Because it all starts with that, guys. You can't have anything without your mind being ready to go. This is why most people fail. Most people fail right before they win. Because their mind isn't 100% in the game. So if you, sometimes you can just be all in, right? When I made this decision, guys, I told you before, I told nobody that I was doing keto. Uh, I was only going to tell people when, when results started to show. And when results started to show, then yes, I, I shared with people what I was doing. But until that time, I said nothing. And so so to be honest, what we say nothing? Yeah, of course I said nothing because if I failed at it, then you look like a jackass, right? But that wasn't my mindset going into it. I decided not to say anything because this was a personal victory for me if I can get past this and start working on this. And we all love public victories, right? We all love the pat on the back and everything like that. It's these little private victories that help my mindset stay focused. Little things, guys. If you've ever been... Uh, fat, you'll know what I'm talking about, uh, about little goals for yourself, whatever that might be. Uh, maybe it's easier to cross your legs. Maybe You know, stupid little things that are little things to some people are big things to you. So when I have these little private victories, I don't want to get too personal with some of them, but Man, I, I get to sit back and go, okay, man, I did that. Nobody else has to know about that private victory, but I know. I know in my head I did it. I did it. Yes, I, I we all love the pat on the back, but I like that look in the mirror with that that fist up going, you know, keep going. That was another victory for you. People don't understand it, how much it means to to me, but it meant a lot to me. That's those private victories, and enjoy them. Enjoy them, guys. I know the big acclimates of the public victory and the pictures and the transformation. It's, it is motivating and fun to put out there to help others get to their goals and a way to say, hey, guys, look what I'm doing. Look at what my hard work's doing. Look at my new black belt. Look at my transformation pictures. Um, look how happy I am uh, with whatever it is I'm doing in life. Those are those public victories. But remember something, 
It's the private victories that get you. Maybe it's that, that dad moment where your kid comes to you and says, Dad, I didn't really realize how much you've done for me, and now I do. I'm not sure where we'd be without you, Pop. Those kind of, those kind of victories. I, the, you cannot put a price tag on private victories. They are like a gift. They are like a gift from God, these private victories. Because it what motivates you, is it what stays you, it's what makes your life worth living. It's what makes your legacy what it is. So I hope with saying that, guys, I, I can't be more, more clear on having a good mindset. Doesn't mean I hit it out of the park all the time, guys. You know, I, I go up to bat and, and, and swing out often and strike out. I'll get in the ring and get knocked out. But I can guarantee you one thing. My ass is getting back up and I'm getting back back in the game or back in the ring. And I'm going to fight through whatever it is I got to do. And I've done that throughout my whole career. I've told you guys before that, you know, people just didn't think I'd be successful in my school. And I prove them wrong by how successful I become. And I prove them even more wrong by how successful my students become in their schools and changing lives. Those are those private victories, guys. Do you know how much I like to like sit back sometimes and I smile when I watch Carson Fortner killing it? And then I see Patrick Prager out there killing it. Mr. Bo DeRocher out there killing it. Nathan Carlin out there killing it. Jay Walker killing it. Robbie Edelman out there killing it. Clay Pearson out there killing it. Chris Crouch out there killing it. Over and over again, I get to sit back and watch these guys get to change thousands of lives. And that's a private victory for me going. That is awesome. And I always appreciate being part of all their lives. Go after your private victories. Take the public acclimates because they're fun to get, right? But go after the private ones. Get your mindset. Get a circle of influence around you. And... Be born to win. So with that being said, guys, I'm going to read you one more thing before I head out like I did last time. Tell me what you think. Have an awesome day. And here we go with the next thing that I'm going to work on is called No Fear. Okay? It's not easy, but it's worth it. Fearless Motivation. It's easy to have faith. Everything is going to work out when everything is working out. It's much harder to have faith when you are facing challenges in your life. But that is exactly when you need to apply your faith. Because faith is believing in the unseen. Faith is taking the first step. Faith is jumping in the deep end and knowing everything will be okay. It's easy to be positive when everything is working out. It's much harder much, much harder when nothing is working out. But that's when we need it the most. Everything worth the prize is worth the fight. Everything worth the prize is worth the fight. Everything worth the prize will require a real fight to achieve that prize. If you want the prize, you can't quit at halftime. 
You can't quit midseason. You must play the whole game. Preseason, through the cold, through the darkness, through the challenges, through the opponents, you will be knocked down. But you must get up. Keep fighting, dig deep, and discover your true strength. Then you will win the real prize. Character, expansion, you rising to the next level. If I survive the storm, I can outdo the norm. To break through the norm, I must first survive the storms. To have more than most, I must do more than most, believe more than most, learn more than most, sacrifice more than most, believe more than most. Now say to yourself, long term, I know what I need will come my way. Long term, I know if I keep at it, I will be rewarded. Long term, I know consistency pays off. Long term, I know all my actions, all my discipline, all my integrity will pay off in a big way. I have faith everything will work out in the end. All will be fine. If I keep working, if I keep learning, if I keep continue to evolve, if I continue to adapt, if I learn new ways. Setbacks aren't always negative. Sometimes they are sent to guide us to a much bigger and better direction. But you can only see that if you show character in those hard times. If you remain open-minded in the hard times. If you show strength through your struggles. Don't say, why me? Ask, how can I come out of this stronger? What can I learn? In the hard times we see who really has character. In the hard times we see what people are really made of. What are you made of? Tell me, what are you made of? Character, expansion, growth, and pride. Once again, character, expansion, growth, and pride. Dig deep. Find strength that lives inside you. Trust that if you keep doing your thing, you will be rewarded. It might not happen right away. It rarely does, but it will happen if you keep going. Don't allow regret to enter your life. Don't you dare look back on your life in five years and think, I could have done more. If only I stuck it out, I could have been in a much better position. No, look back with pride. Look back and be able to say to yourself, it wasn't easy, but I'm so proud I stuck it out because I got my rewards. Make sure your story is one of strength. Make sure your story is one of someone who refused to give up, refused to settle, refused to be normal. Keep going. Your future self is begging you. Keep going. Your future self is telling you, stick it out. Guys, this is Mark Cox signing off for transformation number three. Please share this podcast with your friends. Let me have some feedback. Number four next week. Has an awesome day. Closing out. Studio C. Have a good night.